1: Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think podcast.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think podcast. We are climbing the hundreds of these episodes. I like, guess it's kind of getting old by now. One hundred four, one hundred five. Okay, just we'll just keep going. Um, but we're excited to have you here today. We're going to be talking today. Actually, right now, it's I'm going to be talking about how should you feel if you're a therapist. And your client ghosts you. And for those of you who have been living under a rock for the last few years, ghosting is the experience when you're connected with somebody and you're doing stuff like you're working together. It's often used in like the dating scene or like friend scene or whatever. And uh, the person just all of a sudden is like a ghost. They just don't exist. They just stop communicating with you. Uh, Sometimes this may happen with like an email. Please cancel all my future sessions. Thank you. And then you're like, that's it. Or they just cancel and then they just don't even respond to your emails, calls, text messages, whatever. And poof, this person that you were working with as recently as like this week or last week is just gone. Kind of like Nathan. I don't know where he is. Uh, he must be getting coffee or something. Um, so it's I mean, I got some ideas about how I feel and I might kick that off in this episode. Um Oh, here he comes. Hey, I was just talking about you. Have a seat. We're just talking about when somebody that you're working with actually ghosts you, kind of like you did with our recording this morning. But thankfully, you're back. So I was just telling our listeners about what. how do you feel as a therapist when somebody ghosts you, one of your clients ghosts you? Has that happened to you? And I'll tell you my experience of what it was like starting this podcast without you, because you kind of ghosted me
1: in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, I like a dramatic entrance. Um, so ha- so how have I ha- I've never actually had anybody go with me. I'm it's awesome. Everybody wants to write <laughs> cards to me on their way out. They send little gift cards for coffee.
0: On our next episode, <laughs> we'll be talking about dependence on your therap- Your therapist, that's unhealthy.
1: <laughs> yeah, usually how it works for me is they just don't say anything. Well, that's not true. I've had some people just say, "Thanks for everything." And then, like, I'm like, w- what do you mean?
0: <laughs> like, wait, we're, we're done? <laughs> Pretty sure we still had goals we're working on. <laughs>
1: That's over text, by the way. And then um, it's like they don't want to say the rest of it. Like, they don't even want to say, I don't want to whatever. Um, so I will say, I'm assuming that you mean that you're, at this point, going to at least you're taking a pause. And maybe and sometimes, you know, well, you guys know me at this point. Sometimes I'll joke around and, and say something like, so I'm assuming and it depends on how well I know the person that you're taking a pause and you're never coming to see me again because it turns out that you hate me and you finally found that out. <laughs> so the, the title is how should
0: a therapist feel? I guess maybe that's one way a therapist might feel is <laughs> like, what, you hate me? Is it something I said? I OK. And also, to be honest. When people are like, something you said really hit me last week. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> My first thought is like, I hope this was good and it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that to me. It's like, uh, you know, when somebody doesn't when they just stop coming, it's like, well, is, is this a good thing? I'm going to kind of assume kind of like what I did with you this morning. Like, OK, I'm going to start recording here because we're on a little bit of a time crunch. And I I know you like you're usually pretty responsible. And so maybe you're like getting some coffee you're helping some employee with something that they've got going on, whatever. Um, and then sure enough, eventually it's like, OK, you know, when I can get back in touch with you, it's like, OK, what I figured is probably fairly accurate. Um, but before I'll, before you get in touch with somebody like what do you feel the, the title of this, I think, is like how should a therapist feel? How do therapists feel? Are any of those feelings okay? Or are they our own neuroticism, fears, insecurities, abandonment issues? Like what's going on here?
1: I think um, the feeling that I get is uh, there's some confusion in there. There's some um, kind of fear that I missed something like something is and, and also a fear that 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 can compound, right? So then I think how big of a thing was it that I missed? So then I think, okay, well, something in life is actually going on for the person. Maybe this has nothing to do with you. Like slow down, little camper. Don't get caught up in all this.
0: (laughs) Talking to yourself here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, and then I think, oh no. Well, and then that's kind of settles. Like I may never find out this is just over. So then I think, so do I schedule somebody else then? Like, are they, like, like, do what I is, replace them here? Yeah, like, what is actually happening? And then I realized, depending on how that whole thing was left, I may need to find out, like, how reactive the situation is. Like, I'll give you one tiny example. Another therapist who kind of inspired this, Caitlin is her name, she kind of inspired this whole thing. Like, here's a topic, <laughs> is what she said. She goes, what happens when they ghost you, you know? How do you feel or whatever? Um, In the case where she was at, um, I, I suggested, well, check back in because it was kind of, it was extremely random. And just coincidentally, there was a very powerful session that they had had. And so she thought it was great. She, she was extremely <laughs> confused. Like, and by the way,
0: that's the difference. Also, we can be like, wow, I think this is a really powerful session. And then the client either doesn't come or they take a break or they come back in. They're like, wow, that wrecked me or something. You're like, oh, I thought it was really good. And they're like, it was really painful, or something. They're just the experiences between therapist and client can be so different and so drastic, which is kind of why we're talking about this. We want you to understand from our point of view what we experience, so that you can engage your therapist
1: better. But anyway, keep going. And also for the therapists out there, so you don't feel alone. I think is the other piece of the pie too, because um, therapists definitely listen to this. So um, what happened was. Uh, she did reach out the person reached back and was like oh I'm sorry I got into a car accident and I didn't think I would I didn't even know if I was going to be able to come back in so I'm that's all the details that I have but my imagination tells me um, that she probably um, got totally overloaded totally overwhelmed maybe there's an injury she doesn't even know what she's doing next she doesn't know how insurance works what's going to happen with all the medical stuff and so she just, and also she's in a hurry, you know, whoever this is, is like, oh no, I just got to get my ducks in a row quick. I don't know what's going on. And so it was like, write down a list of people of like, I can't do this. I'm not doing that. I'm doing this. My life is totally changed. Bye. Um, Thanks for everything. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Copy and paste, <laughs> copy and paste, copy and paste. Well, and also like sometimes what happens too, the other thing that comes out is financial realities where all of a sudden something happens, the person's. And I would say that's a bit more of what runs into me because people I find, um, like, I will say this, this is a bit of an aside, but, but I want to encourage therapists and also, um, clients in this, um, sometimes, so there's, sometimes there's fee scales that are, that are like hardship scales. We have one here and, um, People have a tendency that to not take advantage of that. So some therapists will think, man, I don't know that I want to do that because then I end up in this weird negotiation and end up having to like maybe the client who needs help anyway is going to lie and they're going to try to take advantage of me, you know, and then they're going to be like way less money than, than maybe what they can and it's going to be weird. And then there's some therapists I know that actually do like an accountability thing and literally have you fill out like all your financial records in order to determine what you're doing. Part of that's just to say, just to see if you actually want to work for it. But my, my experience is, is that people generally are, are pretty honest about it. And how that ends up happening um, is that in therapy, they, they don't want to go onto the hardship scale because they feel like they should be able to pay it. But they aren't doing very well because the job, whatever, something's changed. They really can't afford it. They've got some help anyway. And so they kind of and they don't want to bring up the issue because they know that the therapist might say something like, it's okay, we can change, blah, blah. And they're kind of so stressed out financially that they don't even want to try to think about that. So they just don't say anything and they disappear. Um, and, And that's how I would say. The most of the ghosting happens to me so I'll realize like, I bet you something financial happened like at the end of the day and they're not sure what to do and they really don't have that much bandwidth and they don't really want to even have the conversation. And so they just, they just might say thanks or the typical one. And this is the way typical one is they just don't reschedule and, and then they keep not rescheduling.
0: Yeah, they might they might say like uh, at the, maybe if you're scheduling at the end of the session, like, OK, well, you know, uh, does next week at this time work or let's look at next week? Because some people, at least on my schedule, some people are very consistent, regular, like every you know Wednesday at noon and we don't even talk about it. Um, and other people like we kind of kind of play it week to week or a couple weeks at a time because of our schedules. Anyway, so these people might say, well, let me get back to you. i got to check some things with my schedule. And you're like, okay, not a big deal. And then that. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Like, did you hop in a DeLorean and go back to the future? <laughs> like, what happened here? 88 uh, miles an hour. <laughs> exactly. I, and I think the some of the ones that I might experience are we're doing work together, and then um, all of a sudden... Something happens like um, somebody just says, you know, cancel all of my appointments or whatever. I can think this happened a couple of times recently, like in the past year or so. And uh, you, when I hear back from them, eventually, it might be months later, it might even be years later, <clears throat> where they get back to me and they're like, okay, you know, some things in my life just blew up and they were crazy. And I just really needed to attend to those fires and I just didn't have time or space for therapy. And Sorry, I kind of put you out like that or whatever. It wasn't anything that we, you were doing or whatever. I mean, I think generally most of the time that's not the case, in my experience anyway. The, the times where somebody does, you know, want to cancel or stop coming because of something in our, our relationship, like the fit, or maybe the goals that we're working on or whatever, That usually that'll come out and it doesn't usually end up in ghosting, um, because somebody's disgruntled in some capacity, you know, and they want to kind of say something about it, or whatever. But usually, if there's something else going on, or if there's maybe a deeper issue that's going on for people, they don't usually want to confront that. And I guess that's where I'm bringing this up, and why, partly, I think why we're talking about this. Um, a, you know, so therapists don't feel alone. You know, it's like, yeah, this happens all the time, and it's it's frustrating, not from a schedule standpoint you know, obviously we want to work with you guys. We want to work with our clients and and continue the work that we're doing. But it's more like, I just want to know what's happening. I want to know, are you okay? Like, did something happen? Or is there a reason for this? Instead of this uncertainty, did I say what happened in our last session? (laughs) Like, I thought it was fine or whatever for that reason. But then I think we're also talking about this Partly for you, you folks who are in therapy, you're seeing a counselor, and if you have a reason where you need to just stop coming, or you're thinking about pulling away, and you haven't talked with your therapist about it, or um, maybe you already have done this, and it's been a couple of weeks since you've talked with your therapist, they deserve, they need some sort of a, of a reason or an answer. Doesn't have to be a conversation necessarily, you don't have to go in depth if you don't want to but just something that says here's what happened so that you're not leaving the therapist kind of in the in the uncertainty
1: think about it this way right so let's say that you're an account manager of some kind and your boss comes over to you and says hey um I'd like you to pick up these accounts right here and um go ahead and do those for the week you're like okay cool so you're doing you now made that a part of your your day you're doing those accounts for let's say a, a few weeks and then your boss comes up and goes hey uh can you move those accounts over to Tammy and you're like what? Yeah, just go ahead and move those over to Tammy. She's going to do this. And you're like, okay. And he goes, thanks. And walks off. And you're like, uh, did I, do, did I do something wrong with these accounts? He doesn't even, he. but he's not there. He's not going to answer you. Like, he's gone in his office now. So now do you go into his office and say, um, so is there a problem? Am I doing this with other accounts? Like, what is happening? Like, am I going to be fired by like totally, you know, so that same disconcerting because this is a job for us on one hand, right? We do this, there's a now space in the day that's going on. It's kind of, I I think that that would be a similar feeling to try to understand. And so, um, the deeper nature of it though, in this work is I, I have had people that, um, they kind of will keep a front up, you know, like because everybody does that, but they're pissed off at me and so they leave. And, um, I, I've had some of those ones where, where, not my worst fears are true, but like, cause I have some pretty awesome fears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, on the episode after the next one, we'll be
0: talking about fears therapists have <laughs> more specifically Nathan,
1: <laughs> but, but like, you know, like, okay, you're right. They just don't like you. I mean, um, and, and how, how the, the nice way to say that in our field is it's just not a fit, just not a good fit, little camper, you know? And so that's fine. It just is what it is. And that means that it doesn't need to work that way. But as a therapist, you'll we're human beings. So we're going to go through all the, the normal stuff. I mean, you, you know, you might think that we're totally awesome and understand everything all the time, but we still have childhood woundings and stuff like that that are going on. And we'll think like, oh, no, my like, I'm not acceptable anymore. Like, and then we want to like go out and you know the the movement to fawn over them like I'm so sorry I want to do a better job therapizing you I know that I'll try everything you want to do it for free you know <laughs> <laughs> right right oh, don't do that
0: there. please yeah don't <laughs> but it's true we've uh, you know I've had number a number of conversations with you or even with some of my supervisees that I supervise where there might be a situation with a client and let's it's a again a little bit of a rabbit trail here but we're just kind of highlight we're highlighting here that we as therapists are human beings and go through that same experience as well. And so hopefully, please, you know, treat us like human beings as well. But I've had those conversations where maybe one of, one of us has done something has confronted or addressed an issue with a client that might've been a little bit sensitive and we had to be like assertive in some way or whatever, delicate about the situation and the person handled it really well um, and the client seemed to respond okay to it, you know. And then the th- the therapist is still like, "Oh, I, I, okay. I just want to run this by you. Did I handle it okay? I mean, I feel good about it. Um, and they responded pretty well. But I still like ah, it was uncomfortable. Or I want to make sure that they didn't take this the wrong way. Like even something that was handled really well, we still have some of our own insecurities around because we care a lot. We care a lot about our clients, and and it's not. I don't I wouldn't sometimes it can cross over into like a people pleasing sort of a thing, but it's more like our number one priority is to do no harm to our clients. And We want to make sure that we have not done harm to people, even when we're doing something that's challenging or difficult uh, and we're using our most delicate gloves, so to speak. We want to make sure that we've done the best job that we can and that we can maintain that relationship.
1: Yeah, so the and and the harm thing, <laughs> um, some of the times that's kind of the 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 rub, right? Because on the other hand, what we worry about when you go when you ghost us is is did we do we, it? Please don't ghost us. <laughs> right. Moral of the story, we <laughs> keep going. Yeah, that is the moral. Um, we worry about that we did that. It's like somehow inadvertently to us, did we actually was something harming to you? And then on the other side, was it actually not harming and it was good? But you think it was harming? Could we help you process that? You know, because. <laughs> because that's true it's like we think man because you go through everything that you said probably in the most recent session and you might even if there was an email in between you might reread your email i mean guarantee you, i'll reread my email um and look and see see what did i say was there something that could be taken wrong you know like and, and and, and what's, you know, I just get neurotic about it.
0: Yeah. Hey, Aaron, can you read this email? Like, how does this read to you? Right. It's that sort of thing. Like, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Just read this. How does it read? And it's like, well, it seems fine to me. You're like,
1: Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> seems fine. Uh, okay. No, I mean, is it fine or does it seem
0: fine? <laughs> and this word right here, you said it. Yeah. Is like, this reads okay. Like, okay. Or like, okay. It could have been better. Like, w- are you offended by reading this? Are you hurt in any way? <laughs>
1: right. No, I'm fine. But whoever you wrote this to my might... Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's it's um there's a lot of th- those emotions that go on. And so on the I would say, especially if you're as a client, if you're moving out of things, you know, because you're thinking, I don't really know how to end this, but it feels fine and done for right now. And I don't think it's worthy of a whole session to do that, just let the person know because what will happen is they will do what we're talking about right now. So just think about it. Is it worth this therapist being in their head for for like a a few minutes going like what's going on? Or just saying like, hey, it's been great. I think I've accomplished the majority of what I want to. I'll probably talk to you later. That's easy, right?
0: Yeah. And as we kind of head for home here, I would say this is why I try to build into my sessions, my relationship with my clients, like, how did the last session go? Was there anything that came up from that that you wanted to talk about? Or was there anything that bothered you about it? Anything that upset you? I try to have an open relationship with them in that regard where we can talk about some of the things that came up that might have been challenging or difficult. Like, So if the content was difficult, I might say, how was that for you? I know we talked about some really hard things. How did you receive that? And then how, how, did, how did that go for you when I was saying some of those hard things? you know, and are we okay, if you open up those channels in your, your therapeutic relationship as sort of a normal thing, in a sense, you are paving the way or preventing some potential ghosting from happening. Because if those channels are already there, then if a client uh, has an issue, then they're like, well, I'll just bring it up next session, because I know that channel is there is open. Or if we've talked about some other lighter things that I can confront, then I can do it with this thing. So it's kind of like the more you build into that therapeutic time in a relationship for openness, probably the less likely you're going to get ghosted. And at the same time, it's probably still going to happen, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. The other thing you might try um, that I try to do it, you know, make a habit of I'm I am intermittent, I'm sure, with this. But I'll say something like, um, so what was a takeaway for you in the last time? You know, it seemed like we were definitely talking about some things. It ended. It was more. Like some sometimes sessions are more light and, and sometimes they're more like they're all of a sudden hard. And um, if it's unclear, cause you know, if it's just kind of a run of the mill session, I, I've tried to get in the habit of doing that. Like just saying, what was a takeaway? And that gets the, it gets the session started where they start thinking about what happened last time. And the other thing too, is I always <laughs> find that like what I think should be a takeaway might not be. And so like in my mind, I think, oh, wow, they probably blah, 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 blah. I wonder how much that affected, you know, and they come in and they don't even remember that. They don't think about that at all.
0: But instead they said, they, they tell us like, Oh, this thing you said was really good. And and then they say it was something else. And you're like, I don't even remember
1: saying that. (laughs) What are you talking about? That wasn't the awesome part of the session. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The awesome part was when I was like saying this, good job. And you were like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) 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 And they don't even remember that. So anyway, we hope this has been encouraging to you therapists out there because you're not the only ones getting ghosted. (laughs) And then also clients, just say a little something on your way out. Just a little something more. You guys have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course nine ways to overcome fear and self-doubt and you'll get nine weeks worth of customized practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life thanks again for listening